All right, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics absolutely decimate the Charlotte Hornets. 140-105. Yes, I said that right. 140-105. to I am going to switch the podcast up here a little bit uh, because there is no normal format to talk about when you're going through a game as nuts as this was. Uh, so there will be no negatives. I'm not going to talk any negatives whatsoever. It wasn't a perfect game. Turn the ball over bunch. Uh, but that's it. It's all I'm going to talk about as far as that goes. I am going to talk about player of the game, start there and really just roll through all of the positives. We'll break that section up into, into two different parts there. Talk about, really where the Celtics stand within the Eastern Conference. But to get started here, uh, I got to give this – is, this is a hard game to give player of the game to because Jason Tatum played outstanding. Marcus Smart was outstanding. And in the absence of Al Horford and Time Lord, I guess you can still say that, uh, Blake Griffin and Luke Cornett also played excellent basketball. So – I kind of had my my work cut out for me in choosing player of the game, but I'm going with Marcus Smart tonight. I thought this was as good of a game as we have seen from Marcus Smart ever. 22 points, two rebounds, 15 assists, eight of 11 from the field, six of nine from three, and he only turned the ball over three times. So you want to talk about assist to turnover ratio. He was at a five which is a ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous number. Uh, so just overall, it's it's funny looking at the plus minuses in today's game because we've got Jason Tatum plus 45, Marcus Smart at plus 44. I have never in my life seen numbers like that in a plus minus. I'm not going to sit here and say I've been around for that long i've seen a million games because it's obviously not the truth uh fact of the matter is like i've been doing this podcast three straight years at this point uh, and that's where i've dove into the numbers more and there has never been anything remotely close to a plus minus like what we saw today from jason tatum and marcus smart uh but really marcus smart he missed three shots all night all of them were threes but he still shot six of nine from three. 66%. Like this is the same Marcus Smart that everyone does not want to shoot. And I'll give him credit. Like this wasn't a night where he was going out and searching for his threes. There have been points where Marcus Smart is very much the guy that's just going to go out and you know shoot. And it happens typically in games like today where Jalen Brown's not playing or in games like last night where Jason Tatum wasn't playing, he seems to think that he needs to pick up his offense uh, to offset missing one of the stars and two straight games. That really has not been the case. We're down a star. Marcus Mark comes out, plays within his scope and does a hell of a job with it. All of the shots that he took tonight were as wide open 
as it gets. And honestly, most of the shots as a team were pretty damn wide open. And this is just, it, it's really a testament to, you know, the way that the Celtics have adopted this new offense. It's a credit to Joe Missoula. It's a credit to all of these guys, like up and down the lineup, every single one of them. Grant Williams has taken his playmaking up a notch. Jason Tatum has looked really good. Derek White, Brogdon, Smart, all of these guys are coming in and moving the ball. Like even tonight, like Jason Tatum, specifically Jason Tatum, because he's had a MVP type season, has gone out in times and went out and played iso ball. You know, he took 28 shots tonight. He was 4 of 14 from three. Wasn't great as far as three-point shooting goes. Uh, however, he got to the rim whenever he wanted. And I'll credit him too. Like, every time he does that, the defense collapses because he is that good. And when the defense collapses, he's made a lot of good reads to kick out to guys. And we're just seeing this Celtics team find open shot after open shot after open shot. I don't know what the stat is for, you know, best team three-point percentage in NBA history, but at this rate, I really don't – I think that the Celtics can absolutely beat that. They're playing at such a high level, and a lot of people want to credit the shooters – and again, you have to do that, but a lot of credit needs to go to the ball movement. Like it's not like we have a Clay Thompson, a Steph Curry that are going out and just shooting three after three after three. These guys are taking really just good quality threes. Sam House is a phenomenal three-point shooter, right? Give him credit, right? Grant Williams, good three-point shooter. He's not a Clay Thompson. He's not a Steph Curry, but these guys are going out. Grant, two of two tonight. Derek White, three of four tonight. Like last year, we saw Derek White shoot pretty terrible from three. Like he's not a good three-point shooter. The form looks better this year. I talked about that as early as preseason. So I was expecting shooting percentages to climb. But when you're in a rhythm with this offense, everybody is getting more open shots than they're used to seeing. And when you get open shots, these are the best basketball players in the world, right? NBA players are the best basketball players in the world. An open shot is going to be easy. Like even got, like it doesn't matter. Go up and down this lineup. Vonley, Kappengeli, all of these guys can shoot threes. Even Blake Griffin hit the very first three of the entire game. Every single person on this team is capable of doing it, Right. When they're wide open, that likelihood of it going in goes significantly up, right? So that uh, that like 40% three-point shooter is now shooting at 46%, which is what we're seeing as a, as a team tonight. It's just an unreal performance through and through. Marcus Smart, I thought was fantastic. Again, Jason Tatum, the three-point shooting was not there. He missed 10 of them tonight. Uh, but... Jason Tatum, again, every time he wanted to get to the rim, he got to the rim. And there was nobody, nobody on Charlotte that could stop that. So it's just, it's super impressive 
to see what he did. Uh, the other guy that, well, actually the other two guys that really need a lot of praise in this one is Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon. You know, for all of the people on the local broadcast, uh, we have Mike Gorman announcing these games or this game specifically, which I love. Huge Mike Gorman fan. Uh, he was talking about Derek White being Mr. Consistent. And I feel like I've said that on this podcast a good amount. And this season, it's completely shifted. Right? Last season, no one was saying that. But this season, Derek White has really redeveloped his three-point shot. He is totally entrenched in the offense at this point. Knows exactly what he's doing. Love his game. Right? 15 points tonight. Two rebounds, six assists. Five of eight from the field. Three of four from three. So Derek White is doing all of the right things at a very, very consistent level. And tonight, only one turnover. Right, so all of the things that you want from a backed up backup guard, and today he obviously, you know, he started. Jalen Brown wasn't there. Uh, they opted to go smaller lineup. Went with Blake Griffin starting at the five. Derek White went back in at the two, which we actually have seen recently anyway. Uh, but overall, like this is Derek White playing at his best. You know, Mike Gorman said it. You turn around and. He has 15 points. And similar to what I've been saying about Jason Tatum, like you blink and Jason Tatum has 20. That's what I've been saying recently. You blink and Jason Tatum's at 30 now or 25. Jason Tatum has been playing at a great level. Derek White, great level. The other guy tonight was Malcolm Brogdon. He missed his first shot late in this game. He ended the night 21 points, five rebounds, six assists on eight of nine from the field, three of three from three. Uh, So just another, like, again, super efficient performance. Uh, And he had a plus 26. So overall, you look up and down. This team has so much depth at the guard position. It's not even fair to roll out guards of Marcus Smart, Derek White, and Malcolm Brogdon when Jalen Brown's not in the game is just not fair to the rest of the NBA. It's not fair to the rest of the NBA. Uh, So just really like super, super impressive performance from our main guys, right? Like those are the, those are the main rotation players. Uh, But we also saw really solid performances for most of our role players. And when I say most, I mean basically all of our role players. And I want to talk about it. Before we dive into all of the positives from the, the role players, want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. 
PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns like can the Celtics continue on this unbelievable stretch of basketball and break the NBA offensive rating record? When I'm looking to get in on that action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Do you think Jason Tatum is going to score 35 in a Celtics 10-point game? This is the type of action you can get in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now, sign up with code TBPN, place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so want to talk about really the role players and it all really, it has to start at the center position, right? No Time Lord tonight, obviously. Al Horford, second night of a back-to-back, did not play either. So we saw Blake Griffin, honestly, some of the only minutes that we've seen from him in the last two weeks. Uh, it really only happens when Al Horford sits because of back-to-backs. So Blake Griffin got the start tonight, 22 minutes, nine points, four rebounds, two of which were offensives, uh, took a charge, diving for loose balls. Blake Griffin at the end of his career, is still drawing charges up 40 points, diving after loose balls. So Blake Griffin is still the energy guy. Like he had the monster alley-oop in this one from Derek White that was just vintage Blake Griffin, Lob City, Los Angeles, right? It is just, it's not something that we're going to see very often. I'm not going to sit here and say that Blake deserves a ton more minutes, but it's a it's a luxury. Honestly, it's a luxury to have someone like Blake that can go in, give you energy as your, what, 14th guy off the bench? 14th, roughly. So it's just, it's pretty crazy to, to watch. The other guy, the other big man that's been part of the rotation is Luke Cornett. Uh, and this was another, honestly, really, really solid game from Luke Cornett, uh, finished the game, nine points, eight rebounds, uh, but defensively was better. We've talked about Luke Cornett and kind of getting lost on defense, but he's been a rim protector. And this one had a block. I honestly thought he had more than one in this, uh, but had a couple of really solid plays at the rim. There were two, yeah, there were two back-to-back transition plays where Cornett had a stop. 
Maybe they didn't credit him for a block, but he stopped them in back-to-back transition opportunities, both on Kelly Oubre, who's a solid finisher at the rim. So you want to talk about a guy that's taking full advantage of his opportunity. Luke Cornett is that guy. He had the beautiful transition alley-oop for Marcus Smart after Jason Tatum steal. Uh, just like really overall solid performance from him. Uh, and then past that, we also got to see some minutes from Vonley. We also got to see some minutes from Capengelli, uh, both of which, you know, obviously Capengelli, this is the first time he's played all season. Really solid from him. Two points, four rebounds, two-way guy. Not going to get out there very often, uh, but he took full advantage of it tonight. He had, in his eight minutes, had three offensive rebounds uh, and just looked solid out there. Defensively, still sort of a mess. Like, he still needs to improve in that area. But he is very similar to Peyton Pritchard in a sense that he is just a pure energy guy. You put him out there, he's making every energy play possible. Whether it be running for every offensive rebound or diving for a ball or whatever, like, he is out there giving 100% at all times. And you just love to see it. Vonley, we saw decent minutes from him too defensively. Again, not great. Uh, but we did see Vonley really with like a, a Dirk-esque fadeaway at the mid-range, right around the free throw line, uh, in a situation where the buzzer, the shot clock was rolling down. So even, even him, both of those guys, in Time Lord and Al Horford's absence, we had four big men that stepped up and played solid minutes. Like obviously the Kevin Gelly, the Vonley minutes aren't going to happen very often. Like it's, it's been made pretty clear. Vonley early on in the season looked like he was going to get the nod for a lot of these minutes. Defensively, he's not there. He still needs work. Uh, so they've opted for Cornette. Cornette is that very clear, decisive third big man in the rotation. Again, second right now. Uh, behind Al Horford. Obviously, you've got Grant who goes in, plays some small ball, uh, small ball five as well, but Cornette is very much that main backup big. Captain Gelly, two-way player, not really going to get the minutes, but uh, it's just it's, it's a solid game through and through. You know, Even Sam Hauser, who we haven't really talked about much in this one, 27 minutes, 11 points, three rebounds, two assists, three of six from three, came in, Shooter shoot, shooter shoot, and that's exactly what he did in this one. So overall, every person, every Celtics player that came in played solid minutes, and honestly, you can't really ask for too much more at this point. Uh, but just to go through a couple stats here that just were mind-boggling to me: 121 points through three quarters. We were up. What's the final number? 121 to 82. Do the math out there. That's a 39-point lead at the end of the third quarter. 39. 39-point lead. That is the most points through three quarters in Celtics history since 1970. So what's that, 52 years? 52 years, that is the most amount of points that we've scored in three quarters. 140 points is also a season high. 40 assists is the most since December 9th, 2008. 
And here's the hot take. This Celtics team would run that 2008 team off the floor. Healthy, fully healthy, right? Obviously, no Time Lord, Horford, or JB in this one. This team, offensively, it is, it's the best offense in NBA history at this point. They would run that 2008 defensive-minded team off the court. And I'm I'm pretty convinced of it at this point. Again, I don't want to be I don't want to be too bullish after a, a win against the Charlotte Hornets because they're not a very good team and they're also missing a million guys. So even in that you know fourth quarter where we were outscored 23-19, where we were playing our entire bench, not a single starter, not a single rotation player really was playing in that fourth quarter. Uh, we've got outscored. That Hornets team is also not their starters, <laughs> the majority of them at least. Obviously, they had some of them. Plumlee was still out there. Uh, this isn't a good team, and they were down a lot of guys. So I don't want to. I'm not getting too bullish after an insane win against a bad team. But the way that the Celtics are continuing to shoot, it just it looks more and more sustainable. I keep talking about the fact that our three-point percentage is so high this year. And again, its I don't think it's because the Celtics just have the best shooters in the NBA. I think it's mainly because all of their shots are wide open because we have just such great playmakers, like dynamic playmakers that can score on multiple levels throughout this team. Like, I really, I don't think there are many teams in the league that can roll out, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon. Like, what's that? Five guys that can all create their own shot off the dribble at a pretty high level. But on top of that, also create for others. Like, I don't know that another team in the NBA has five guys that can create their own shot and playmake at the exact same time. So, it's just such a, a testament to how good, how well-rounded this team is. It's just, it's fun to watch. It's really fun to watch. At this point, the Celtics are 17-4. and four, uh, And after some crazy games today, uh, we now have a two-game lead over Milwaukee. And the rest of the Eastern Conference is starting to fall back a little bit. Cleveland in third place, four games behind. Uh, and it starts to just kind of dwindle back a little bit. But after this one, the scoring differential is the number that is just mind-blowingly good. Right now, Boston is a plus 8.4, meaning we're outscoring teams by an average of 8.4 points per game. Cleveland is the next best in the Eastern Conference at 5.9. So huge difference there. Phoenix doing really well uh, out in the Western Conference, plus 6.9. So even on them, we have an entire point and a half difference and have just been playing unbelievable basketball, right? Our points per game is through the roof, 121.3. Indiana in the Eastern Conference is second at 115 so we are like five and a half points higher than indiana five and a half points higher 
So if you go all the way down from Indiana at two to Philadelphia at 11, that is the same switch. So from one to two is the same gap as two to 11, which is just ridiculous to think about because the Celtics are dominating on every level, every level. Uh, and even if you go to the, the Western Conference, you know, Sacramento is right up there. Golden State right up there, 119 for them. Uh, but again, even Golden State, 117. So we're still the best in the league by a pretty pretty good margin. Pretty good margin. This team is doing things that no other team in the NBA mm-hmm. has done on the offensive side of the ball, and it's special. Uh, but that's where we're going to wrap things up. This was a fun one. Again, Celtics absolutely demolish, demolish the Charlotte Hornets, 140-105. Uh, if you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy right over here. Uh, make sure to join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. And make sure to rate and review the podcast, five-star written review, Everything helps. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?